establishing our postures so that we have a sense of being relaxed in the body, yet also alert in the mind. Noticing if there is any agenda to attain anything or to experience anything in particular and letting go of any agenda you might be aware of. Our practice is to simply be with our moment-to-moment experience, (coughs) noticing clearly whatever is obvious, whatever is predominant. We've offered various skillful means to use in our practice. It's not necessary to use everything that we offer, that we present. For some, it may be useful to begin with the breath or the posture as the initial point of stabilization. For some, it may be more useful to begin with an open, spacious attention. It's important to begin to trust our own experience and know what is useful, what is skillful at different times of our practice. So beginning with however it is helpful for you, touching in with the breath or the posture or keeping the space of the mind open And then beginning to notice whatever becomes apparent, predominant, obvious in the moment. It may be experiences of the body, sensations, it may be experiences of the mind, emotions, mental states. Just seeing if we can bring a clarity of noticing, observing whatever arises. Noticing its changing nature. At this time in our practice, we may begin to notice more subtle states of mind, more refined states of mind, or we may begin to notice attitudes of mind that have been just below the radar. Sometimes it's helpful to ask, what is the attitude of the mind? Or to ask silently and lightly, what else is happening here? if that is helpful for you. And then to bring the attention to what may be not so obvious, but nevertheless there. Quite apparent when we bring the attention to it. The more refined and subtle states of mind may simply be contentment, calm, okayness, a sense of equanimity, balance. If it's helpful to bring a very light noting or labeling to this, trust your ability to do so. Maybe it's more helpful to simply notice without a label. And there is more clarity in that noticing. Know and trust what is helpful for you in particular. Maintaining a sense of clarity, 
just enough energy to notice the moment-to-moment predominant or obvious experience. Not too much energy, not too little, but just enough for the moment, for each one of us. Seeing if we can bring a sense of balance to every moment. Staying relaxed, yet alert. Noticing whatever is obvious, predominant in our moment-to-moment experience. Coming back to a place of stabilization whenever you need to. But then opening again to whatever is calling the attention.
<clears throat> Do you have any questions about your practice this morning? Marilyn? I think I thank you Marilyn I wish the Buddha were here (laughs) I was tuning into what you said about um, you're needing some stronger I can't remember the word but energies and that that seems to be creating a greater sense of I or a stronger sense of I and I thought for myself that um, those qualities that are getting stronger now as as I'm going into um, that part of my life, I just turned 60, is that um, the qualities of compassion and equanimity and loving kindness and joy for the joy of others, the qualities of calm, and um, all of those beautiful qualities of mind which we may get identified with you know and create a sense of I around that uh, that could seem so but when we when we look more deeply with our with the eye of wisdom when that begins to become stronger in our practice that we see that that is just an idea that we're making out of beautiful qualities of mind and heart and that even those qualities need to be seen through as not me, not mine, not who I am. So, you know, I've known you for a few years already and see those qualities um, developed and uh, in the forefront of your own personality and it's important that in our personalities that we not even we not take even those uh, beautiful qualities of mind as um, a solid sense of I me or mine or who I am and I think that in in what you expressed Marilyn that's that's probably about all I can respond to um, and so it, it, it's at, at a point in our lives when we have to be careful even about the beautiful qualities of mind, not identifying or making a solid sense of I around those. Yeah. <laughs> Edwin. Mm. Even though you sort of think it might be magic behavior, 
what behavior? You might, you might think it might not be a good behavior. Be good behavior. And it, it's growing in your mind, but then you still want to do it. One benign example, for example, is I notice when it's lunchtime, I start walking faster and I walk faster. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a benign example, but I'm not sure that's more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how does one become mindful about those kind of compulsions which we know lead to um, suffering in any form, even very light or very gross suffering? Just, well, sometimes we notice them when they're already there, when they've taken over. and we've ar- We're already beginning to walk fast or we're, we find ourselves already down at the you know, dining hall. And... <laughs> So even in, even in retrospect, it's good to notice, oh, that's what happened. So even if we haven't caught it at the beginning or the middle, and even at the end we've caught it, that is a good, um, that is also mindfulness. It might be mindfulness of what has just happened, but it's, it is mindfulness of that whole, of the process that went on. And so what I usually do is to make a, a little bit of an intention, may I notice this more carefully the next time. And those uh, small intentions throughout my retreat or throughout my life are really important because I notice that the intention for the most part does get fulfilled. You know, when I do something and I realize, oh, that was not the right thing to do, or I could have done it. So I'll make the intention, may I notice this more carefully next time. And then sometimes we'll notice it, of course, more in the middle of it. But there are times when it's possible to notice the inclination of the mind to go faster or, to, um, or even the inclination of the mind. You know, when we, we notice that aversion is nearby and that we're going to start to even think about something with a mind of aversion or a mind of resistance. I mean, that's pretty refined in a way. But as we keep practicing, that is the possibility so that the, um, the capacity to relinquish that action or that, those words even, even before it is, is possible. But sometimes it takes starting out with noticing when it's already, you know, we've already got our foot in our mouth. And then, um, yeah. Mary. What is the present moment that we're looking for? The second way that you expressed it seems more in line with how things are, that each of us, according to our conditioning, our habits, um, whatever the conditioning of the past is, whatever the uh, surrounding experiences are, each of us experience something different in that present moment. While in one moment there could be a loud sound and uh, I could be experiencing hearing, Steve could be experiencing aversion. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Steve. (laughs) I don't know. That was, I will, I'll try to be better next time. <laughs> Steve is the aversive type, but he's getting better. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, so you might be experiencing compassion for whoever made that loud sound, you know. So each of us, according to past and present conditions, are going to be experiencing something very, very unique. So the part about looking for... Um, so we have to be careful that we're not looking for something. You know, it's really important to uh, just allow whatever the conditions are to, this is what we're doing in our intensive retreat here, allow the conditions to be known and to know whatever is predominant. So it's a very light touch moment to moment. It's really a very, very light touch moment to moment. In time, it gets to be just receiving whatever the moment's experience is rather than looking for the experience. Sometimes you might say what we're looking for is what is being looked with. You know, it might be aversion or it might be pure awareness or it might be attachment or it might be compassion. And so um, it takes a very kind of settled relaxed, uh, not leaning into anything, mind, to be able to do that. And really, that's what we're learning how to um, experience here, is that kind of balance, so that we're not leaning into, we're just receiving moment to moment. So I think it's, uh, we're, we're going to try to start in t- on time today, so that every, the first one gets the right amount of time, and everybody else thereafter. So thank you for your practice. Thank you. And we need practice leaders for two sittings this morning. Which which are the two? Next two sittings this morning. Yeah, the next two this morning. Any volunteers? For the first or both? Two. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.